This is Channel 253. In this episode of Crossing Division. All year, all month long, actually, we're doing a tree hug. So we were going to do an in-person tree hug. Of course, we're not doing that now. But we're inviting people to hug trees near them. And, like, of course, if you're concerned that somebody maybe hugged the tree already, (laughs) uh, giving it, like, a virtual high five, (laughs) taking a picture of that and uh, tagging at Earth Day South Sound uh, or hashtag and or hashtag Earth Day South Sound, um, South Sound Tree Hug, or Hug a Tree 253, which I thought was a <laughs> <laughs> clever one. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. Hi. This is Evelyn Lopez, your host of Crossing Division. Today on Crossing Division, we're going to talk with Sarah Lowe, who's the executive director of the Tacoma Tree Foundation. We want to talk about Earth Day. And I should add, this is part one of our episode this week, focusing on Earth Day, which is April 22nd. So, Sarah, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Great. So tell me a little bit first about the Tacoma Tree Foundation. What is that? Well, we are a community-based nonprofit organization in the Tacoma area. We're not exclusive to Tacoma. Uh, we, um, our mission is to educate, empower, and support community members in neighborhood-based greening. So a lot of what we do is essentially use trees and other plants as a way of building um, social capital and um, get people together, just feeling feeling good about their community and participating in in a way that allows us to, you know, get to know each other. Well, that's wonderful. So we have Earth Day coming up, and I know on April 22nd, and this is the big 50-year anniversary of Earth Day. So what is the Tacoma Tree Foundation focusing on for Earth Day this year? And I know we're all um, kind of have adjusted our plans for Earth Day celebrations um, to accommodate our social distancing, but what is the Tree Foundation doing with regard to Earth Day? Well, we've been really lucky and fortunate to be a part of this Earth Day South Sound effort. Uh, mm-hmm. So we are um, the coordinator, coordinating organization for that effort. Uh, it is a it's a huge partnership, or huge is probably a relative term, but um, it's it's a partnership between a lot of organizations locally, uh, including Metro Parks, uh, including Point Defiance Zoo and Aquarium, um, and I could kind of go on and on. Pierce Conservation District mm-hmm. being one as well. Uh, so we're, we've been helping to kind of bring us all together to think of ways that we can celebrate and acknowledge and commit to caring for trees and planting trees in in the, mm-hmm. in the South Sound area. What are um, some of the reasons for putting the focus on trees this year? Well, there are so many things people can do, you know, that there's uh, just almost an overwhelming list of ways that we can improve the environment. Uh, trees mm-hmm. are one way that we can can make a difference in the world around us. And they, mm-hmm. they have a, a way of being a kind of feel good uh, activity and, and something that people can do at home often, uh, if a person has um, a yard or a, mm-hmm. a front area. Uh, so it's just, it's a one way that people can participate in a group activity essentially. And, and I think that's one of the important things about trees is that it isn't 
you know, one person might plant one tree, but it's our collective effort that really makes the difference. And so it's a great reminder of that um, sort of constant opportunity for collaboration. Yeah. Well, I had, um, I want to say I read somewhere, but actually I think someone was telling me about this, that there is an idea that planting trees on a, on a really ambitious scale could actually be the solution to our climate change problems. Yes, there, well, <laughs> uh, I, I have a science background, so, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's always hard for me to say, can, you know, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but, but it does make a huge difference with climate change. I mean, trees are actively uh, absorbing carbon dioxide, putting that, storing that carbon in their tissue. Uh, and that is a tremendously useful thing to do um, for our environment. But it, mm -hmm. it pairs well, shall we say, with other actions like uh, reducing emissions. So mm -hmm. if, if we plant trees and we reduce emissions, then we're doing two things that work really well together to improve the environment. Um, and the other trick with that ambitious goal is that um, we want those trees to survive, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it works when the trees have the chance to uh, mature and become larger trees or to be constantly growing. That's really the trick mm -hmm. with uh, carbon sequestration is that the plants are actively growing, uh, which means that we need to care for them too. And mm -hmm. I think that's one of the uh, one of the things we're really hoping to emphasize with Earth Day this year is that um, we plant trees, but we also need to steward those trees, steward trees that already are planted and established and also continue to care for the trees we just planted. Um, particularly mm -hmm. in this region where when we plant trees, we really need to water them in the first, first, often three years after planting mm -hmm. in the summer. It is in the summertime. Okay. Um, I know that the city of Tacoma has had a program in place where people can say, I would like to plant some trees, especially on the parking strips. Is that something that your tree foundation has been involved with also? Yes, uh, one one of the things that we do is try to share resources and information about resources. And with programs like Grit City Trees, the one that you mentioned, that's um, mm -hmm. the City of Tacoma program. There is an, there are a number of benefits that come with working with your neighbors on it. So if, mm -hmm. if you plant a tree with a few people and you are able to have, say, 10 trees brought to your neighborhood, the city will actually deliver the trees to your neighborhood with mulch. Oh, and stakes and all sorts of mm -hmm. things. Well, just about, that's about it. But, um, mm -hmm. and treat gator bags in the spring. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a great support, but often it, it's a big jump for someone to go from um, wanting to plant a tree in the right of way in front of their home uh, to having 10 trees planted on their block. So that's one of the, we try to share that information um, on a neighborhood level so that people mm -hmm. all at one time are hearing about the fact that they can get trees and then having some support in getting to know their neighbors or answering questions that neighbors have when it comes to tree selection. And the city of Tacoma, of course, also provides support in that. But we like to uh, kind of see it as an opportunity, not just to plant one tree, but to build relationships that lead to more and more trees and, and not just trees on the right of way, but we can kind of expand um, mm -hmm. into people's yards if, if someone wants a tree or they want a smaller tree or a fruit tree, you know, we can just work in the periphery, I guess, in some ways and mm -hmm. uh, bridge different interests. Mm -hmm. And 
what types of trees would you encourage people to look at planting in their yards? And I'm looking out my back window. Um, the neighbors behind us, and they must this must have been done many, many years ago. There was a line of um, pine and fir trees that were planted between the two the two rows of houses there would back up on each other's backyards. And they're huge. I mean they're they're beautiful big trees. Um, but I'm not sure I would choose to plant those in my yard now because they block so much of the sun and they and they you know could be a little bit um, hazardous if we get an ice storm. What kind of trees would you suggest would be good things to add to our arboreal environment? Uh, that is is a hard question to answer because mm -hmm. uh, like the word I think I use the most when it comes to urban forestry is that it depends. It, it, it depends uh -huh. so much. And, and that is, is part of why we like to try to give people extra support so that um, if someone really wants sun in their yard, that they can think about what are some smaller trees or narrow mm -hmm. trees that might be appropriate for that, you know, so that you aren't having these like on-site conflicts. Um, and, you know, some properties are smaller than others and the, the places where you can plant trees are closer to homes and therefore you need to choose something that is much smaller. Whereas in some places you're, you know, people are right next to, say, an open space area and they can mm -hmm. plant um, larger trees and should probably be planting native plants. So then right. it's not so much about um, how big the tree is, but trees mm -hmm. that support the, the local environment and the natural mm -hmm. environment. So it mm -hmm. is really, a, it depends kind of thing. There are some okay. that are um, kind of uh, especially good to work with. I like, I love the Vanderwolf pine. Mm -hmm. Vanderwolf limber pine is really kind of its full name. It's a small pine. Uh, it is not native, so it wouldn't be a great spot, great for near a natural area, but it's a beautiful plant. It It's very soft and uh, mm -hmm. so it's kind of tactful, tactful interesting mm -hmm. and um and there is so there are a number of plants like that there's um parodia is a is a great street tree it does really well here and um has beautiful flowers so it's really there's just there's all sorts of things and I think one of the thing I like to encourage people is that diversity in the urban environment is a wonderful thing um, mm -hmm. in all respects but that includes trees so uh, being able to kind of look around and say, oh, these these are the trees that are doing well in my neighborhood. Um, maybe we have too many of those trees. We should add a, a few different kinds of trees. Uh, mm -hmm. That's where the sort of neighborhood-based decision-making comes in to really um, have a balanced, balanced plan. That sounds good. Well, um, are there some good resource materials online that you can recommend that if if I was going to go out and one of two things, one, take a walk around and be interested in, you know, gee, I wonder what kind of tree that is. It's really beautiful that I could use to help um, sort of identify trees. And then second would be, um, you know, some information on what types of trees would go well, depending on what type you're looking for. Like if you're looking for something that's about six feet high with good shade, or you're looking for something that is, a narrow one or doesn't have a lot of leaves that fall or something like that? Uh, yes, there are some great resources. Uh, mm -hmm. The city of, of Tacoma has something called Tree Plotter, which is oh. um, a service, a sort of online service. We actually have one too. 
ours is not as comprehensive. We use it really mm-hmm. for um, identifying exceptional trees or trees we planted mm-hmm. and things like that. But the city of Tacoma has a pretty extensive list of trees. Like, so you can go and look at that website. It, I think it's, um, if you go on the city of Tacoma's website, you can find the mm-hmm. link to that. That's probably the best way to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you click on that link. It sends you to this mapping portal. It kind of looks like Google. It uses a Google kind of platform. And then you can find your neighborhood or the area where you saw the tree and select Mm -hmm. that tree and um, find out what kind of tree it is and then learn more from there. Uh, You can go online. Like if you know the name of the tree, you can go online, Mm -hmm. of course, and learn all kinds of things about um, trees. The Arbor Day Foundation has a really nice choosing selecting a tree program so you you kind of um you say just like you said i want a tree that is smaller than this size mm-hmm. or bigger than this size or has large flowers or produces mm-hmm. fruit and it will help you narrow down um what trees would work for you and what makes sense regionally excellent well for um individuals or even families who may be looking for some earth day activities what are some tree-related things people can do given our stay-at-home status? Oh, yeah. Well, we, we of course, had all sorts of things planned. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but we, we have moved online like a lot of people have and have now a Facebook and Instagram, Earth Day South Sound. So people can look at activities that they can do every day. You can also go to the website, www.earthdaysouthsound.org. Uh, look okay. at a calendar of events, uh, and it has uh, small small actions like sitting outside and noticing what's around you, and taking a few moments to pause and really look at say how the wind changes the way a tree moves, or what colors are in the tree, or maybe what kinds of birds you might see in the tree. Mm-hmm. And other actions are more like. Um, Finding finding a tree near you and seeing if you can find it on Tree Plotter and figuring mm-hmm. out what kind of tree that is. So things like that. But we all year, all month long, actually, we're doing a tree hug. So we were going to do an in-person tree hug. Of course, we're not doing yeah. that now. But we're inviting people to hug trees near them. And, like, of course, if you're concerned that somebody maybe hugged the tree already, <laughs> uh, giving it, like, a virtual <laughs> high five. <laughs> taking a picture of that and uh, tagging at Earth Day South Sound uh, or hashtag and or hashtag Earth Day South Sound, um, South Sound Tree Hug or Hug a Tree 253, which I thought was <laughs> a clever one. Uh, okay, that sounds good. So if you are if you are out uh, and about, do the, the tree hug or the tree elbow bump, maybe. <laughs> yes, right. And like then it. Uh, take a selfie and you can upload it. And I'll fall. And one of the things we'd hope to do was to get people interested, thinking, noticing trees now, and then committing to plant and care for trees in the fall. So mm-hmm. those things will still be happening. Um, we'll be planting thousands of trees in the fall, and we would love for people to start thinking about uh, maybe participating in that. Well, that would be great. So what is your website if people want to go to your website and check out all of this information? Everything on Earth Day South Sound is at www.earthdaysouthsound.org. If you want to stay in touch with Tacoma Tree Foundation, we also have a website, www.tacomatreefoundation.org. Excellent. 
Excellent. Well, let me ask you one more tree question. So I've been, um, we've been working on our backyard since we've been home more and we're trying to put a little bit more into our um, food garden than we've done in the past. And I'm thinking uh, I would like an Italian plum tree and I would like to do some hazelnut filbert trees. Are those good for the, for our area? Oh yeah. I, well, I would say Italian plums are really wonderful. And um, there are local nurseries that have those right now. So that's a mm-hmm. wonderful thing. I would definitely, I mean, you'll get the fruits of your labor on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Filbert is awesome too. I actually have one in my backyard. I will Do say you? I don't get a lot of them because hmm. uh, they get snatched up by all the little um, birds and such. So they mm-hmm. rarely get to a nut phase. And um, but the plant is doing well, and the mm-hmm. leaves are beautiful. I really enjoy having it. Uh, so if you would like to have that kind of plant, that's a great idea. If you're really set on having some hazelnuts at the end of the summer, um, you might want to find a different nut. <laughs> <laughs> well, either I, I had sort of picked hazelnuts just because I, I know that they grow in the Northwest. Would there be another nut producing tree that the um, local animals and the birds are not quite as fond of? Mm. Yeah, I haven't I, really seen any. I would have to think about that. We started giving almonds out last year, but that's a little bit bigger tree. Yeah. Um, so that, that, and you have to have two of them. Mm. So that's a possibility. Those, those have a lot of promise for doing well, kind of moving forward. Oh, that's interesting. And then you get to have almonds. Though, yeah. like I said, it's a, it's a little bit bigger. The hazelnut is, or filbert is a lot. Yeah, they're sort of a medium size yeah. tree, aren't they? Yeah, I've been, I, when I started thinking of, um, you know, because I think we start thinking sort of apocalyptic at this moment. And I was thinking it would be good to have some more like protein food sources in the yard instead of just um, fruits and vegetables. So I was thinking nuts, but I couldn't to come up with a whole list of what might work. Well, I did learn recently that you can grow peanuts around here. So I saw that. that. Yeah, I saw that. That's kind of fascinating. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to give a shout out to as we get forward, get um, looking forward to Earth Day next week, Sarah? Well, I think one thing I've wanted to really remind people of that I'm using myself to is that uh, when there is a lot of instability or or sort of fear in the world as Mm -hmm. there is now, that trees and other plants provide this great grounding source for us, a a resource for calming. And um, when we were talking a little bit about science at the beginning and one Mm -hmm. of the science Science has, science has proven that uh, trees are good for us mentally, um, have a calming effect. So I would really encourage people to go out, even if you don't take any actions, you know, specific actions to improve the environment right now, to go outside or even to look from a window at a tree and take a moment to take a deep breath. Notice that that tree is still rooted in the ground, still growing towards the sky. Um, and and maybe do it every day, actually. See. I think that's really good advice. No, I mean, I can't tell you the number of people who have been saying that one of the things that's keeping them, um, you know, sort of keeping their depression and anxiety at bay is being able to go outside and walk around in our environment. And we're just, you know, so lucky to live in this part of the country where we have beautiful trees and clean air and interesting things to go outside and look at. So, yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. And uh, Earth Day next Wednesday, which we will all be celebrating it, even if it's not quite the big um, hoo-ha that we had hoped for the 50th year. Uh, I guess one other thing I'll mention while I'm on Earth Day is uh, another um, podcast that uh, that Doug is involved with that I've been involved with in the past is on the website for uh, Earth 911. And they have a lot of ideas about Earth Day and family events and things you can do at home. So you might want to check out that one as well. It's www.earth911.com. And I think that's it for, for this time. This is our weekly coronavirus in Tacoma uh, episode. And this is part one, part one focusing on Earth Day and trees. Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you so much. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. Crossing Division is part of the Channel 253 Podcast Network. Check out our other shows. Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, We Art Tacoma, Move to Tacoma, Taco Man, Flounder's B-Team, Citizen Tacoma, What Say You, and Gimme the Mic. This is Channel 253.